Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Work that live from Kent, England. This is Magic on the Blacktop, the only NBA podcast where two blokes open a pack of old NBA trading cards and draft a fantasy basketball team. My name is Peter. And with me, as always, is the Essex Assassin, the British Bully, the English Enigma, the Hospital Heckler, the Dork Disparager, the Charismatic Chauffeur, the Forrest Gump Faker, the Grand Gifter, the Walking Anchor and Sitting Face, the Shack Stealer, and the Bay Horse Barman, Mr. Ian Rudd. You actually sounded half listenable for the first half of that. Yeah, uh... I gave it a little special touch, given that we're in Kent. I can see England is rubbing off on you. (laughs) I think they want me to leave. (laughs) I think I have two more days left in your wonderful country that you are from. Indeed. And here we are sitting on the floor of our friend's house, (laughs) staring at each other like losers with mics in our hands. This is not our usual setup well we've this season it's been a bit all over the place we uh, started off in in my house then i think we were a bit too loud you were a bit too loud then we went to your house and we did it on twitch which yeah quadrupled at least our audience yeah. <laughs> I well i see it's funny because when but, we did it live on my channel yeah people usually just watch because they're i'm on the second monitor of their work yeah i think that they're not actually paying attention or listening just watching you throw cards at yeah me and, but then um but now we're back with microphones uh through i we were on the road it's a road show our first official road show we're in england i brought my laptop i brought the old interface that we used to use in uh season one to record and a couple ah, of mics I missed it we were so in a, in a nutshell um it's been a hell of a two weeks especially for you so pete and i are in england it's your very first time here it is and uh you but before that you went to la because our good friend chris whose bedroom we're currently sat in on the floor we're in the attic <laughs> oh i thought this is where oh he's, okay i don't know <laughs> it's all a blur like i said however he had a boxing a chess boxing match it's true you were his cornerman is that the word he's saying i boxing? like to say cut man you're his cut man. So if he's bleeding, I have to cut the eyebrow to clear the. He yeah. So I was the during the chess round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the I'm the corner man to give okay. him uh, hype and hold his mouth guard. Okay, and how did that go? The boxing? He absolutely somehow uh, defied expectations to those because seventy percent of the viewers, of which there were over three hundred thousand, kind of a small episode for us, but over three hundred thousand people were watching, and seventy percent thought he would, our friend would lose. Or die. <laughs> or die. And so we had the body bag and the stretcher nearby. But he won. He won in the chess. Uh, so he went three rounds of boxing. He did four rounds of chess. And the other opponent timed yep. out. So he had no more available moves because his, he was too slow mm-hmm. in making his decision. But not our friend. So he's a champion. So then straight from there, you and Chris hightailed it over to England. I flew directly from Japan. I thought I was going to have a relaxing time with my family for three weeks. But Big oh, mistake because no. I showed up. But then we had uh, the first week, well, last week uh, in London. Chris had two events. So Chris, right. same guy who had the boxing. He's the guy who introduced Pete and I. We've mentioned him several times on this channel. Abroad in Japan is his YouTube video. You can watch the boxing um, right now, actually. The video should be up. But we had two events. Pete was the MC for the event. I was kind of the organizer. I'd say technical director. Technical director. I like that term. Sounds... And uh, put uh, on a business yeah. card. It's like a, 
and you also organized all of the the events in the show. Like you made yeah. all the materials and everything. It was good fun. We did that. That was at a place called the Picture House Theatre in Piccadilly Circus. And then after that, you, we had your event. Premier, oh yes, Premier Con. That was great. That was really good fun. Two members of Magic of the Blacktop came along. We had Luke Atkinson of the Crusaders and John Saru of the Rochester Robots. Unbelievable, gentlemen. Yeah, I'm, gr- I'm glad you could meet them. I, can I draft one of them? <laughs> well, <laughs> Luke they, Atkinson was six nine. <laughs> <laughs> He's bigger than half the guys well, in the cards. I'd rather have him than Emeka Okafor to be honest with you on my team. <laughs> Although but, John Saru uh, was, what position did he play? It's kind of a shooting guard. Saru is more of a. I'll tell you what he loves to do. Mm. We can't move anymore. None of us can. We're all, we're all <laughs> broken, aren't we? But back in the day at university, we were on the same team. He would love a fast break and a little bit of flair to him. He'd love a reverse layup too. Ooh, a little like, showmanship. Yeah, indeed. He was very humble when I met him though. He's also the only guy I've ever met that um, put himself out for the season during a layup, uh, warm-up, like slow-paced layup drill. So uh, <laughs> He was out for the season? Well, he carried on playing. <laughs> this, oh. this gives some indication to this how serious the British University Leagues are. But I remember he did irreparable damage to his knee uh, during a layup drill, which is oh, disappointing. And he probably won't like me bringing <laughs> it back up. But Well, we, it was awesome meeting two of the members of the, the basketball team. And uh, it also, the the reference to today's nickname, you know, it wasn't sitting prick face or the walking wanker. You are the bay horse barman because in your small village of Sudbury. So after London, uh, I had custody of Pete for, two oh, right. d- for three days. So I took him to my hometown, well, to Essex where my parents are. We went into Suffolk, into a pub I used to work at. It was How did you like it? Well, the minute you you can hear it before you see it, like because there's always some sort of loud music blaring, it's a quiet tiny street but that is anything but quiet and tiny <laughs> it's a rowdy pub it's not in a bad way not in a no, violent no, it's, way it's very it inviting just, but it's lots of live music not when we went but it all comes from the lady who runs the pub who you got the chance to meet Michaela she was a legend but when you walk in it smells of sour beer yep. you know that oh, sweet they don't, they don't clean that place that place no, has no, never been cleaned ever um, the bar the, the, the barman or barwoman that you met when she was four is now 20 and she she uh, yeah. did not seem happy to see us or no. work there um, and then, you know, it was great because I could see the venue in the disgusting bathrooms, which smelled better than the actual rooms. It was amazing. But you know what? All in all, Michaela came in. Mm. She looked like a, a pirate coming off a ship. Before I blinked, she already had her hand extended and somebody had already filled like a fresh cup of mead. Well, well this is the... <laughs> This is the thing about Michaela. She that pub is not owned by a brewery. She owns it, and I don't think she's running it to make money. I think she's running it really to maintain that lifestyle. Because when I worked there for a year, she was the best customer. She was in there every night getting absolutely trashed. And uh, like you say, she came back from an away game. She was playing pool in yeah. some league. Um, she told us it was the best ever game her team had had, and they nearly won half of them. <laughs> so, uh, Gives but, you some insight on But that. yeah, as soon as she walked in, hand extended, barman or bar lady, she knew what to do. Bang, pint of Stella right in there. She looked at me, and to your surprise, she screamed. She goes, oh, it's Mandy! <laughs> so the thing I didn't tell you about that pub is that all bar staff, uh, men had to adopt a female name and vice versa. So I was christened Mandy. She also gave you a name. She christened me She's, Suzanne. Yeah, I said if he if he worked here, Michaela, what would he be? She, Look, looks like a Suzanne to me. And I think she made a note to say he wouldn't work here. No. <laughs> <laughs> then so, she said that we weren't being allowed into Kent or any of the classic cities around um, England. Well, because we've proved her wrong because we we're did. sitting in Canterbury right now. It's true, and we're we're loving the life on this attic that we cannot get out of. I think we're locked in here. But no. nobody's here to hear about our UK. I no. mean, some people are, but but have you had fun? You've had a it's great. It's been a great trip. In the summary, in summary, uh, just 
summarize these experiences. I think I can, I can wrap up your trip in 10 seconds. Go ahead. Summarize each of these experiences with a sound, please. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Um, Nando's. Awful. Greg's. Best. British pubs. Life-changing, hyphen. Pies. Delectable. That's all we need to know. There we go. Beer. Too much. Oh, internet. <laughs> you're not a fan Absolute of the British. You're not coverage. a fan of the British. <laughs> I have 17 SIM cards from Superdrug 03, 02, 17, uh, Forever 21, and none of them, none of them at all, give me internet. It's embarrassing. But we did get a couple of live streams in. If you if you were listening and you, you yeah, lost like, out, the channel. Oh, my Ian. God. Yesterday on Pete's uh, Premiere 2 on Twitch, we filmed the drive over to Kent. It was going to be a two-hour drive. We went to a shop. We stopped by a, a uh, shopping mall called Lakeside on the way. Not even into the actual mall, just to one of the big shops in the retail park. We could not get out of the car park for an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, it was embarrassing. You had to buy a red jacket. And, uh, you... Oh, shut up. <laughs> Anywho, like you say, we're... Um, I'm gonna have to cut to the chase because we're on a time schedule. It's lucky we could get this show in, Pete. I'm glad we could because I brought all this equipment over from Japan. To you actually brought it to several venues. Well, we were going to record at your event, your but combat, we didn't no realize how loud and raucous that place would be. So, so here's what we got. I'm gonna quickly go over my team, and uh, yep. we so, are still looking in the Discord. I am checking it. I don't know about you, but I appreciate everybody who's commenting your teams are looking good everyone we're gonna have that sorted out we only have three more shows to figure that out yep week 10 episode 10 this is week episode 10 and uh my my team right now consists of the following yeah i've got kobe bean bryant nice. ben wallace nice. tracy mcgrady amari stoudemire manu ginobili joe johnson carrie kittles al harrington and d white Howard, very, that is a very good team. Very nice indeed, shaping up nicely. But most importantly, you don't have an all-star pick left. I do not. I come used, back to this is a, We'll explain that right before we open the packs. But I do not have any all-stars remaining. Okay, my team. I've got Steve Nash. I've got Eric Snow. I've got Grant Hill. We've got Emeka Okafor in there. Peja Stoyakovich, Alan Houston, Lamar Odom, Larry Hughes, and last week, not an all-star yet. How did you feel about me getting Dwayne Wade off the wire? Pretty tough one to swallow, but I feel like I'm going to get the revenge when I rip LeBron James here in a second okay. and uh, go to the... just. But you might get Shaq. This might Who be knows? the LeBron Shaq week. I said it before. I don't know if I'd be happier if I got Shaq or you got him because either way, you can't have him. Ah, uh, well, that's right. You want me to open him up because I can't have him on the... And explain those rules quickly. So here's what we got. Normally, in all seasons past, seasons one and two, you, any card, any player, you could take onto your team as long as it wasn't an insert. And... Um, we could be a team of all-stars. We always chose the best player in the pack, hands down. This season, and probably in future seasons, because I enjoy it very much, mm. it's more of a team-building exercise where we're allowed an allotment of all-stars from the previous three seasons. So if, if any of the players had made an all-star game in the last three seasons, we, we can choose them, but we can only have three maximum. It's called a popper draft. And uh, I've finished all mine. I have Kobe Bryant, Tracy McGrady, and Ben Wallace. Those are the all-stars. And anybody else has to be a role player, which is like an NBA team. I would even be interested in seeing it go down to two or one or four. You know, there's some flexibility. But the idea is we have to pick players who make up a team rather than just the best players of all time. Yeah. It's been very challenging, actually. We've had to do some really tough decision-making. Yeah. Except for some packs, there's like, I'll take Kerry Kittles. Or, you you know. had LeBron or, or Kobe. That was a tough one. That was a tough one. And that was one of my first big decisions. But I had Eric Snow or 
some Eastern European guy no one had heard of once. So yeah, we you know swings around. That's that's it. So So um, we're gonna get we don't have much time today, unfortunately. Yeah, so we're gonna get, get it into it. But before we do, the mystery player. Oh yeah, you're still doing that. Yeah. Let's hear it. <laughs> mystery player. Okay. This this might be an easy one, but I think we need to recognize this man. In high school, he was a three sport star. Wow. He played in the May MLB before oh. going to the NBA, not only having an amazing career in the NBA, he then went on to be NBA Executive of the Year. Hmm. That's interesting. That's I'm not a, familiar with this one. That's a sportsman right there. That is. He played it professionally? Yeah. I'm not going to say which team. But yeah, but he that's did, cool. He played in uh, the MLB and in the NBA. He's, he's a household athlete. name. He is. Well, not here in England. No one would know him, but you'd know him, certainly. Yeah. He's a household name in Kent. Yeah. So, all right. So, I think it's time to so, do what we always do, which is to the... Uh, to the packs. There we go. Very... Uh, British version. Much nicer. So, so we've I'm only got two even, packs We're going to John Ken ready. Sideshow, good. John Ken. Boy, you've won every, every week. Uh, you won one. I won one, um, so just pick your pack. I'll take this one. I'll take that so one, which means so I need that one. Yeah, I need, need there to, we go. Yeah, there we go, we got it. So, do you want to be, do you want to see your card first? Or no, do I'm going to read yours first. Okay. Uh, we've got to get straight to it. Yeah, it's going to be a shorter show today, guys. There is a couple of rules to remind you of. We cannot choose inserts. We cannot, if, if Ian and I both open the same card on uh, each other's packs, that person is banned. Mm. And uh, I no longer have any all-stars. You have one remaining. Those are the rules. Those Let's the rules. get to it. So just to clarify, the, uh, just to say again, sorry, guys, this will be a shorter show. We're going to be a bit snappier on these players. Okay, the first one. Yeah. Now, Pete, one thing I think you'll admit as well. You do like some random players. I do. And I know we always talk about Dan Dickow. Oh, famous, my favorite. Famously, your most famous, your favorite player of all time. Eduardo Nahara. So you've got these, a few, there's a handful of players that you like. And this one, you always seem to bring up. Marcus Spicer? No, but that's the other one. Who oh. else could be in there? Uh, who else could it be that I always bring up? I don't know. Just tell me. Okay. You've got... Jamal Tinsley. Ah, uh, Spinsley. Yeah, always you always up. call him. You do. I don't know why. Jamal Spinsley. He's a good player. He can spin dimes. I La don't know why I called him that. Last or season, 8.3 points a game. Tinsley was hounded by injuries in 0304. Uh, happens. But the Pacers went 34 and 9 in his starts, games uh, which he averaged 6.2 assists per game. So he does, he does mm. spin it about. His fun facts. Jamal did not play high school basketball, but learned the game on the playgrounds of Brooklyn NY, the blacktops of Brooklyn. That's cool. And you know what? I, I didn't mention it, but I'm targeting a point guard this week. I okay. need a point guard. Well, you could do a lot so worse Jamal than Jamal Spinsley. Yeah. Spinsley. I've always brought him up. Let me, uh, I have to put the microphone away because I have to open your pack. We don't even have <clears throat> microphone stands because we're doing this. I wish people could see the environment we're in right now. We're in a bedroom. I'm sitting on the floor looking up at you. You're on the other side of the room. This might actually be the best recorded show we've ever done. I think the acoustics, the fact yeah, we're not... Yeah, it's actually quite nice. We should come here every time. And the fact that we're not sat next to each other, so my voice is going into your... Well, that's not an issue. Your voice is going into my <laughs> microphone. But anyway. Well, going into your rookie card collection yeah. is Chicago Bull Jared Rayner. He is a center, 6'11". You might as well just take Atkinson. Uh, he's 255 pounds, though. He was not drafted. He is a free agent. Rayner is an accomplished rebounder and defender who went undrafted out of Iowa, but was a surprise addition to the Bulls' 0405 roster. He helped the Hawkeyes to four post-league appearances, then had a strong summer league showing with Portland's team. Fun fact about this guy, it's empty. They don't have one. I think he's... No, there is. Jared led the Big Ten in rebounding as a junior, but lost much of his senior year to a broken ankle. 
Yeah, I can say that being on this card may be uh, a I highlight of Rainer's life. I don't think that man ever bounced a basketball in his life. Is, does he have a bas- Is there a basketball anywhere in the photo? No, the he's more arm than man. Look at that. Oh, good lord. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Sorry, he's not getting anywhere near the team. Okay. Okay, your next player. He's a big man who's in the league who seemingly just hung around for ages. Uh, like, had a long career but was never that good. Mm. Nazir Mohammed. Oh yeah, I remember, I remember. I think he went to Kentucky. I remember. It doesn't say his college on um, there, but I think he went to Kentucky. I remember him there uh, last season. Seven point four points a game, five point nine rebounds. Bazooka fun fact: coming up through the basketball ranks, Nazir's favorite player was Tony Delk. If you're a big man, Hakeem <laughs> Olajuwon. Yeah, well done. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well done, Pete. Mm. Okay. I'm drinking my coffee because we're also waking up quite early to do this. It's 11. What am I talking it's about? It's 12. <laughs> oh, dear. So your next player is a high-flying Celtic who had a notable career, but he is a rookie card. So you're two for two on rookies. You have Tony Allen. Okay. He's good. Yep. Great player. He is 6'4", 213 pounds. He was the first round pick. 25th overall via the draft. Rival coaches voted Allen the 03-04 Big 12 Player of the Year after he topped Oklahoma State in scoring and steals. The Chicago native starred at two junior colleges before tallying more than 1,000 points in a pair of seasons with the Cowboys. Bazooka fun fact. Tony credits his toughness to playing lots of basketball with older uncles while growing up. That <laughs> is a certifiable relationship that I can feel. With. Like, I used to play basketball with my uncles. Yeah. Who, uh, briefly, I'll tell you this. It's my favorite story. My uncle Charlie, he was a very notable high school player. He was heavily drafted, into, but he blew out his knee in his last senior season. But he was on a starting five called the Brothers Five, which was Charlie and his brother, two other pairs of brothers and a guy named Scott Brothers and I think that's awesome so I used to play basketball playing with uncles and around the Thanksgiving you know the hoop did you ever have anything like that in England I imagine no nope no Thanksgiving no basketball okay. just just football and misery that's oh, all we, that's all well we, man all we the Brothers with. 5 that's my starting team that's cool have they ever assembled since? Did they ever reassemble for a uh, one-off? Yeah, I think they played quite, you know, for a, quite a while. And every time I went out there, Charlie could always hoop it up. He was a great player, like oh. really good. And uh, that that was a devastating injury because it would have been. I don't know if he would have made the NBA or anything, but he was a very good player. Charlie, Charlie, not Charlie brother. No, Scott Brothers was Scott the fifth brothers. player. Okay, you wanted a point guard. Who's I did. Good. Yes. And probably not an all star. We haven't got the list in front of us. I, I can try almost to... certainly not an all star. Who is it? I think. You've done well is it uh jason you know, williams it's mike bibby Ooh, i don't like him i know you don't like him but he's a great player he's not <laughs> last season 18.4 points a game that's very good i hope he was an all-star to be honest with what you. about yeah. his uh assist per game is he a spinsley he's 5.4 mm, he's no spinsley michael jordan once called mike a modern day maurice cheeks with a jump shot actually mo cheeks <laughs> yeah mo cheeks i just um that's just rude to mo cheeks <laughs> it, it it is um but uh, mike bibby's a that's a great player. Who has improved himself into joining the upper echelon. 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 Thank you. I know I said that wrong. Bibby, who has improved himself into joining the upper echelon of NBA point guards, set personal best in points and threes in 0304. And well, he is... Oh, you got the all-star list? I do. He is not an all-star. You lucky boy. Mike Bibby. Well, you know what? I get a good player. Yeah. You get a good player. Jerome Williams? 
Fun fact, please. It's better be a good one. <laughs> that's it. That's the guy. Jerome Williams, 69206. He uh, acquired by the Knicks for his hard-working approach to defense and rebounding. Williams ranks annually among the better per-minute boardmen and ball thieves in the NBA. Hmm, a lot of words to describe a man I've never heard of. His career rebounding high is 21. That's actually pretty good. Achieved in a 99-00 game for Detroit. Fun fact... Uh, Jerome, among the most generous and outgoing NBA players, is one of 55 grandchildren in his family. Mm. That's insane. That's ridiculous. He um, averages six points, uh, one assist, seven boards. Yeah. Okay. That's steel. It's not promising, is it? Okay. Yeah. What was the fun fact? He's, grand, he's got a he's lot of... He's generous, and he's got a lot of brothers and or, yeah, grandchildren in a big uh, family. Has he got 55 grandchildren? No, he's part of <laughs> And he's in the NBA? Okay. <laughs> Your next player. Yeah. This is insane. LeBron James. No. Oh. He's still in the NBA to this day. Whoa. Well, LeBron James is still in the NBA. Well, that was, yeah. Is it Melo? I don't think he's in the NBA anymore. No, he's probably not. You're right. Um, who is it? It's the elder statesman of the Miami Heat. He don't oh, play yeah. much. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. He don't play much. Yeah, he's a he's a great player. F- Udonis Haslam? It is Udonis Haslam. Hey, Udonis. Who was not drafted and has gone on to have, what, a 37-year career in the NBA. It's amazing. <laughs> he's like the chief from season one. Yeah. Uh, Udonis weighed 270 pounds when he was a My freshman God. at the University of Florida. Now he goes about 225. Mm. <laughs> that was the fun fact. Mm. Uh, Haslam was a major find in 0304, an undrafted rookie who had spent the previous season in France. Um, number two rebounder among rookies playing here in an M- in a Miami Heat jersey his entire career. He's been in Miami Heat the entire there are, career. There are a lot of players in the NBA who were born when Udonis Haslam was an NBA. It was a Miami Heat player, and he remains to this day an NBA. Well, Miami Heat. You know, it, it reminds me of the bar I went to last night. The and there was a woman who was serving the drinks, and she had a tattoo on her arm that said 2002. Oh, Daisy. Daisy, and I yeah. said, Ah, wow! Did you graduate in 2002 like me? And she was like, That's when I was born. You're always bringing problems to our tables, Pete. When we sit down, you you. Well, I didn't bring him to the table. Well, she was serving us drinks, it t- and mine tasted different after that little interaction <laughs> you had with her. Wow. I think you're going to – these packs are going to taste a little bit different now that you okay. actually have a legit good player here. Ooh. And I have always really liked this guy. And I don't know if my appreciation for him uh, matches his stats, but he's a Washington Wizards, not Gilbert Arenas, and he's is not it, an all-star. Is it Rip Hamilton? No, he, he would no, be, no, no, he'd be no, no. a Detroit was, then. But I've always liked this guy. It's Antoine Jameson. Oh, yeah. He's a good – He's. can we agree? Yeah, good amazing, player? amazing. He is uh, amazing at the University of North Carolina. I was a big fan of that. He was a Vince Carter – Raymond Felton, yeah, Antoine Jameson right. team. Then he started off a bit slow. Maybe people comparing him to Vince Carter because I think he was drafted above Vince Carter. Actually, he was like the top three pick, maybe. He was the fourth pick by fourth the Raptors shit. in nineteen ninety eight, and then got traded. Well, oh, he got traded for Vince Carter. That was it. They traded him. However, Jameson went on to have a great career. He was very solid for. Uh, it took him a while to get into it, but yeah, how many points last season? Fifteen. Okay, but this is a bizarre little. I'm not a fan of what they wrote here. Okay. Jameson's least impressive stats in 03-04 reflected perhaps his most impressive accomplishment, accepting a role change from first option to sub. Hey, and I don't winning mind. the NBA Sixth Man Award. His 5.35 field goal percentage was, however, a career high and fourth in the NBA. He's got seven or six boards. Um, a steal and 15 points a game. Antoine's first name was misspelled on his birth certificate. It was supposed to be 
Antoine. <laughs> A- Sorry. Anton. Wait. Yeah, Anton is his name. I just realized. I always thought it was Antoine. Um, it's Anton. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. but I guess I had it right because they misspelled it all these yeah, years. You, yeah, so, <laughs> you took that into consideration. No, spelling no, mistakes Anton, his, but... Anton Jameson. But yeah, it looks like that is a bazooka fun fact. Okay. Um, but that's at least, you know, you got something there. You yeah. had two rookies before that. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's clearly the best player who's had come up so far. Um, you know, he's come up before this next fella. Or, or you got a little tattoo card. We'll oh, forget joy. about that. It's actually got a name on it. So it's Barkley. Normally they're just blank. Oh, no, it doesn't. Yeah, it is. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> next. Your card is, we've had him before. He's uh, a rookie, but we like his name. It's Royal Ivy. Fun oh, fact, yeah. let's see if you remembered it. He studied dance, ballet, hip-hop, tap, and modern at a performing arts magnet school in New York. That is neat. Yeah, it's cool. Okay, um, we don't need to spend too much time on Royal Ivy. You've got Damps. Oh, Eric. Eric Dampier, yeah. 6'11", 265. Dampier got loose in 0304, turning deliberate annual (laughs) turning deliberate annual improvement into a sudden monstrous season he began the campaign with double doubles in 13 of 14 games and finished it with top 4 NBA rankings and rebounding and field goal percentage fun fact on April 17th 2001 Eric tied an NBA record by blocking 8 clipper shots in the second quarter Mm. my god Mm. in a quarter that's ridiculous that's insane although I'm picking Anton Um, but so here's the thing it seems like this season more than others, we have a lot, a lot more role players than I remember. I yeah. felt like in years past, the previous two seasons, mm. there'd always be some juicy, some packs excluding, right? Mm. There would always be like three or four all stars to choose from. Yeah, I'd be you got John. We'd have to pass John Stockton, yeah. or we'd be skipping, you know, all these luminaries like Jason yeah. Kidd or something. This one, we're really, really having to put our GM hats on. Well. This next player yeah. is a no-brainer. Oh, really? Fortunately for you, you definitely can't pick him. Oh. Are you going to regret those? Who are your all-stars again? Tracy McGrady, mm. Kobe Bryant, mm. and Ben Wallace. You might regret one of them. I wish I picked this pack so bad. I want this player more. Oh, my God. Is it Tim Duncan? It's Dirk Nowitzki. Oh, God. Can I have him? No, you cannot. That is brutal. You've got Dirk. Dirk. In prime Dirk. He has the long, shaggy hair. Or is he going uh, no, buzz cut? He's, he's neither. He's, he's somewhere in between. He's uh, growing it guy. out. Seven foot. Four seasons ago, Nowitzki was the first Maverick ever named to the All-NBA team. That's four years ago. This is prime Dirk. And he's done it every year since. In 0304, he was a third team choice. Uh, was a third team choice after finishing well up in the NBA leader list in points, ninth, defensive rebounds, ninth, and fill, uh, free throws, twelfth. Whew, bazooka fun fact, Dirk, who is from a small town in Germany, was a member of that nation's army in 97 and 98. Dirk Nowitzki, heard of him? <laughs> oh, it hurts. Dirk I is so cool. I picked the wrong pack. Dirk is so cool. He was, uh, you know, really the first foreign NBA player, I think, to, for me, to really become like one of my favorites. I think he's the best Besides foreign Hakeem. NBA player of all time I would say well Hakeem is up there right yeah but I uh, Hakeem or, or like, Yao all yeah. these players I would put Dirk personally non-American yeah. top I don't know he's one of the best NBA players of all time it's one of those ones you can make a good case for a lot of players but for me Dirk I mean he was for a long time he was like second or he was like I mean when you look at his points per game he's still what top 
six of all time or something ridiculous like that. Unbelievable. Uh, he's a power forward, or would you say? Yeah, seven footer power forward because you know he's he's not a traditional center. The thing that set him apart was his his range, shot, his yep. range. And that he little can create his own shot. One foot fade away. Yeah, kind that's of, right. Uh, that little devastating. I used, to, used to I used to practice that all the time. Just that fade away off that one foot that the other foot hangs out there, kind of kick the guy in the nuts. Well, and no, Dirk, he could dribble. Yeah, he could do it all. Damn, that's a tough one. Would you, of your three all-stars... Ben Wallace. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> All right, next. Have I got... Imagine if I had Tracy McGrady, Dirk Nowitzki, and Kobe Bryant. That's I devastating. I would have... Oh, I can't believe I picked the Ben Wallace pack. is cool though. I'm still happy. But you got my least favorite NBA player possibly of all time, and it's not Scott Pollard. Um, but he's up there. You've got a lot you hate. I do. I hate I Doug name Christie. 10 right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch. The whole Kings team, except for Chris Webber. Okay. This guy was a Denver Nugget, and I fucking hated him. He was an agitator. He was aggressive. He was always jawing at people. I dare say he was a dirty player, but he was good. Who's this? Kenyon Martin. Ah, uh, yeah. Would you agree? And he's an all-star. So yeah. No <laughs> you don't want this to be your third player? Absolutely. Kenyon Martin was the first overall pick from Cincinnati. That's right. And he from uh Bob that guy. That's the coach. Oh. There you go. Huggins? I don't know. He was the first overall pick in 2000. Martin plastered career highs all over his personal stat sheet. That sounds kind of gross, but you know, 304 when he was an NBA All-Star, in merely four years as a net, he broke into the franchise top ten in defensive rebounds, blocks, and total rebounds. Fun fact, as a rookie, Kenyon threw a down a slam so ferocious that it disabled the shot clock above the basket. <laughs> That's, uh, I think he came up once before, didn't he? But Did he? I think I remember, or, or unless someone else smashed a shot clock on a dunk, but I think only him or Shaq would have had that honor, probably. But anyway, talking to Shaq, let's hope he comes up. He's not. He's not coming up in your pack. Don't worry. Your next player. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, nah, he wouldn't be an all star, but you might have a dilemma. Okay. It's not a point guard, but he's a shooting guard. I don't need that. Last season. Don't care. Oh yeah, you got all these. And I don't know how you and he would get on in the same organization. <laughs> he once choked a coach. Oh man, I love Spree. So it automatically. I had Spree well on my team once, didn't I? Did he kill you? Did he? Did he try and kill you? <laughs> he tried. We can't have him back. There's okay. a uh, distance now. Latrell. Um, it's Latrell Sprewell. Oh, man. Playing I, for the Timberwolves last season, 16.8 points a game. Sprewell fits snugly into the Timberwolves' success formula in 0304, helping lead them past the first round of the NBA playoffs for the first time ever. Um, Latrell never played basketball until he was a high school senior, then averaged 28 points a game. Good God. It's, quite, it's like you. You never drank alcohol until you moved to Japan until at 20, 28. At 28. Now I average 17 cans a night. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you and Spree got a lot I in think common. I choked a guy in a train once I, an accident. I remember that. I so. remember that. So, yeah, you and Spree. It's a shame if you don't take him. He's, it, that's a Kansas blocker if ever I saw one. It's true. Maybe I could be called uh, like pre-well. Like Maybe Pete. if you don't get him on your team, you could get you arrange something with like assistant coach role. Or... Yeah, we'll get him and PJ back on the court together. And uh, <laughs> That's a shame because I, I do like Latrell Sprewell. I think he was, when we were growing up, the media loved to paint him as a bad guy. Right, they they were old. Yeah. I mean, he did choke a guy, but yeah. I think it might have been justified. But like Latrell Sprewell was part of that era where they were like, "Oh, this guy sucks," or "He's a jerk," and you're like, "Oh, come on!" Like Allen Iverson was the same way. Mm. Awesome player, but every, it's like we're talking about practice. All of the reporters always gave him shit. I've always liked Latrell Sprewell. I thought when he choked out PJ Carlissimo, 
I still defended him in the school. I was still like, hey, man, Spree's cool. Sometimes people go get choked. Sometimes people got to get choked. Uh, your next guy you might want to choke because it's another rookie card named uh, Pape Sow. <laughs> what? I think that's the... Pape Sow. I think you just picked up a business card that you picked up last night in walking through the streets of well, Canterbury. Well, I don't know this, man. Uh, okay. Pape Sow or Pape So. Just, 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 just he say was the sec Okay. And, and, oh, he's a native of Senegal. Sow found his way to Cal State Fullerton, where he turned in three solid seasons with the Titans. He was honored as a first-team All-Big West choice in 0304 after leading the conference, rebounding and ranking second in points per game. Fun fact. Pape, fluent in French, English, and his native Wolof, has been playing basketball only seven years. I've never heard of this man. No. But that's kind of cool that he's infinitely smarter than either of us combined. And, <laughs> well, and that's why I don't want him. I feel, I feel threatened <laughs> on a, on a, on a, uh, in, in all, in, in just any kind of metric you can think of, he would be better at me. Better just than so, you, so uh, yeah, I don't want you did miss a sticker pack, and on your sticker is four tiny cards that you are not eligible to choose. Who's that? Uh, ben Wallace, mm. who I have. Tim Duncan. Oh, Yao Ming. Oh, I'll take him. And Eric Dampier. Oh, f how did he get in there? <laughs> I don't know. How Damp's game with that <laughs> crowd? <laughs> I don't know. It's a sticker collection. So my last card, your, your final card, is LeBron James. It's not. It's a guy who I've seen play live once. As you know, I'm a Warriors fan, Peter. Mm. And I, I've, I've now got to see Steph Curry play. We won't talk about that because you ruined that experience for me. And we've, we've to listened be fair, to it earlier. There's no to be fair. Well, you... listen, th th this does need to be mentioned. Mm. Uh, Chris, our friend who we were staying at in the attic. Yeah. I made fun of you because I had courtside seats that I got for free to the exhibition game of the Warriors. And the one that I paid the... a ridiculous amount of money to yes. so I could see a, a, a blob that looked like <laughs> Steph Curry running around for 10 minutes. Yeah. I cannot believe when I was in Los Angeles, Chris had the opportunity to get us tickets to see in a suite. Us as in those two. I wasn't involved. You were not invited. The Celtics and the Lakers at Staples or Crypto.com Center. And Chris was, oh, who cares about basketball? I would never be bothered to watch grown men throw a ball up and down a court when we could go to dinner instead. <laughs> I mean, have you seen the Lakers this year? <laughs> that game went to overtime, and it was the, you know, LeBron, well, AD. that makes me slightly happier than you, but that doesn't... Um... So I think the karma came around. So but instead, anyway, though... my, my point was, I used to watch the Warriors occasionally. My, um, I've, I've watched them twice in the Oracle Arena. Mm. And but it was the bad Warriors. It's before they drafted Steph. And this guy, I've never seen a hometown team turn on a player so much. The game, one of the games I watched, he went something like oh for fifteen. It was it was one of the worst single performances I've ever seen in an NBA game. So I'll take him, Mike Dunleavy. Oh, Mike Dunleavy. <laughs> Junior. He doesn't say that on the card, but let's not the dad. Not you, the dad. You'd rather have coach. him. Um, he was a Laker fact. for a while, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, well, I think so. Uh, Bazooka Fun Fact, since beginning his MBA career, Mike has worked towards his degree in taking at by taking classes at Cal and Duke. Those are quite Far. geographically, they're not <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. This is the early days but, of the internet. Um and he's it wasn't a bad player to be fair, Mike Dunley. No, he, he had flashes. Yeah. But last season, 11.7 points a game, 5.9 rebounds. In his second NBA season, Dunleavy played all over the court for the 0304 Warriors. That's how bad they were, including as a point guard. You you don't want Mike Williams. Well, <laughs> what? You, hey, hey. Hey, I need not, a point let's guard. Let's not brush it off. But um, yeah, Mike Dunleavy, let's not talk too much more about him because he's Mike Dunleavy Jr. Yeah, well, that's 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 the cards for this week. Do I, I not still... have one last? Oh, that was that it. Was it.
Oh. Well, you got one good player in there. Yeah, could have got Dirk. Okay. So you, I think we we did have ourselves uh, quite a, a thrilling episode yeah. for all things considered. And I apologize if we sound a bit more subdued. Like I said, we're in a, a guest. We guests in a house. We can't. Peter's been very good and not screaming, and I'm we've, we've and and if our voices sound a bit different, it's because we've not slept more than four hours a night. I think in the last two weeks, <laughs> it's been a, a wild ride, and yeah. um, I don't think I've had a night where I haven't had alcohol in three weeks. Plus, for the first time ever, we're actually holding mics. We don't have mic stands yeah. out to our mouths, so this might actually be better. We'll we'll see how this comes out. Anyway, okay, Pete- uh, you the Essex Jammers are on the clock, okay. and in no particular order, your players are Jared Rayner. Pape Sao, Kenyon Martin, All-Star, Eric Dampier, Antoine Jameson, Jerome Williams, and Tony Allen. Just entertain me. Can you tell me Tony Allen's points per game last Tony season? Allen's points per game were 16 at Oklahoma State. Okay. Uh, that takes him out of the equation. Could you tell me Damps, rebounds, and points per game, please? Damps has is listed as a center. He has 12 points per game. And 12 rebounds per game. Ooh, so he's a 12-12. And finally, Mr. Jameson. Antoine Jameson is six boards and 15 points a game. He is listed as a forward. Damp- and Damps is a center? He is listed as a center. So let me just recall my centers. I've got a Mecca Okafor and that's it. Although power forwards, I've only got Lamar Odom. It's going to be with our 10th pick... The Essex Jammers with wide open arms. Welcome, Dave Jameson. Dave Jameson. Yeah. I'm worried that you might not get another All Star pick. Uh, I could have had Dirk. <laughs> unless Shaq, I could have had Dirk. Unless Shaq comes up. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you could have really used him on your team too. Yes, he would have been the perfect. I told you, I'm going for a three point barrage at you. That's yeah. my that's my uh, tactic this year round. But okay. Yeah. Not awful. If Jameson didn't come up awful, I'd have left. I'd have thrown <laughs> my laptop and audio interface in your face you and stormed out. You would have taken Dampier and been happy with it. No, I wouldn't. Okay. Bibby. Your pick, your players. Let's just hear it, yeah. In no particular order. I'm on the clock. Actually, they are in the order that I read into you originally. Okay. Peter, you're on the clock. Jamal Spinsley. Mike Bibby. Nazir Mohammed. Latrell Sprewell. Dirk, All-Star, Nowitzki. Damn it. Royal Ivy, Udonis Haslam, and Mike Dunleavy. Can you tell me Bibby's points? I think it was 18, which is insane. Um, you're right. 18 points a game. <laughs> That's absurd. And 5.4 assists. And Jamal Spinsley's points per game, was it like 11? It was. He averaged 8.3. Okay. And 5.8 assists. So, uh, <laughs> quite a choice, I think. Oh, I used to hate him, but now I love him. Welcome to the Kansas Blockers, bringing a little bit of some some flair, some aggression, some attitude. Mike Bibby! So now I've got myself quite a, a good point guard to, to run the floor with T-Mac and Kobe and Ben Wallace and, you know, Joe Johnson and all these guys. We're gonna be we're gonna be nice and good, and then I still got two more picks. Let's get it on. I got Dwight Howard as a backup. All right, no one wants to hear about you. Mike Bibby. Well, no one wants to hear about you. Yeah, mate, have a nice safe trip back to. Thank Suffolk you. So Essex. I've like I said, it's like Chris and I have um, joint custody of you. I've had you for the last three days. I've now dropped you off here in Kent. I will be heading back to Essex to enjoy Christmas and New Year's with my family, and I guess we'll be doing the new show in Tokyo. 
Yeah, maybe in uh, your new office. Maybe, yeah, we'll see. Why not? Which Get you're some paying, use out of it. Which you're paying half the rent for, presumably. Half now? Yeah, why not? Okay. Anyway. All right, thank you guys for listening. Sorry it was a bit of a, a condensed show, but it was great that we could actually do one. I, I was getting worried that we wouldn't be able to do the next one until we met in Tokyo, which God knows when that's going to be. So it, it might be a while, but good luck and happy holidays to everybody. Yep. And thank you for all of the people who are still playing and following in the Discord. It actually does mean a lot to us. It's just we are terribly uh, unreliable people. Yeah. <laughs> Barely so. got this out. Yeah. But we uh, appreciate but, it. Thank but we're you. still having fun. So if you enjoyed the content, make sure you check out magiconTheBlacktop.com or join our Discord. You can find all of the old episodes of Season 1 and Season 2 there, and you can hear what used to be a great show and then turned into this. Season 4 is going to be amazing. Season 4 is going to be amazing! Because you're paying for the cards and you're going to get really good ones. I'm what now? Yep. Magic on the Blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Work that ball.